feeling the comfy vibe. You got the shoes off. Yes. This is the vibe of the podcast. Thank you. Ready to I go? Think so. Okay, hell yes. I'm going to start that intro over again before my boyfriend interrupted it. Um, <laughs> I like the cozy vibes. You got your shoes I off. I didn't even realize we were starting when you said that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I like, a, I like a surprise start. Okay. I like a gonzo-style start to gotcha, the podcast. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm comfy. This is, yeah, this is, I, f- I like your aesthetic. I feel like I fit within that. You know, that frequency. I think so, too. You got a chill vibe. Yeah. Every time I see you, I'm so happy to see you because you're like one of my OG friends in comedy. Oh, I, was thinking, I, was, I was like, we're close to 10 years now. No way. At least eight. Yeah. 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 Close to eight. We're close to a decade now. Isn't that really effed up? Fucking flying. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, when people ask me how long I've been doing comedy, I'm like, Two years. <laughs> two Only like two years, I think. But three in August. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wait, I started when I was like, like right before I turned 20. Uh-huh. And I'm 26 now. Okay. So it's been like seven years. Yeah. It's, it's, it goes so quickly. It does. But do you count? So I was talking to someone and they said that they don't count the pandemic. I, I count it. Yeah. Because I'm like, it. I never stopped. Like I was... Even though I wasn't performing that uh-huh. much, I was still, I'm still. It counts. That's, yeah. I, I've seen some like, not legit, but they're like trying to get in, like to get into the, be one of the guys that are like shaving off time. It's like, no, you, you, uh, that counts. Yeah. I was Don't. just, I was on the road with Tom Papa and he said something about that where it's like you hit a certain amount of years and you don't even care anymore. Yeah. But we're at that weird place where it still feels it, new. So when matters. you say like seven or eight years, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, like it just something about that feels so weird. But once you hit like twenty five, you're right. like, yeah, I've been doing it for twenty five. Yeah, um, I, I was talking to Kurt Metzger and he said the same. He was like, I have fucking third, I don't know. And he's like, who, who cares? You, yeah. you, you just been doing it. But I, I've seen comics. I think they're trying to appear younger and better. Like they're, they're it's like you know they they have a fifth grade reading level and in second grade is like bro that those three years counted like, yeah you, you know charge it's, it to the game it's interesting too we were talking about this comedians who are vague about their age mm-hmm. and i asked you if it was because the people that i know who are weird about their age are black men <laughs> and so i was asking like okay. is that a thing like is is that just my experience or is that something that you've noticed with everyone or um because we were who were, we were talking about d ray davis I yes think. he's like 50 or some shit like that but he, <laughs> which also is still like relatively young yeah um but he that yeah that's a that's a i feel because i'm thinking of like a couple of like door guys at the store that are older and you know what it is i think i think those guys have secret lives they, mm. they have families they they have like wives and shit at home and and they're like okay i can't age myself out because maybe it's just men in general because you would think that it would be more women trying to conceal their age but i feel like it's typically men who that's that's fair yeah i i mean there's a couple of women that i know lie about their age Wait. on stage yeah I can't, I'll tell you all, <laughs> but there's like, there was like a five year gap. I was like, oh, that's a lot of like, it's a large gap. But, okay. So maybe I'm just trying to put it in a category and it's just something that's not categorized. No, I think, I think the black male age is it, like, that's a, that's an accurate thing because 
you know, everyone's trying to stay young. Like, everyone wants to be, like, 35. I think yeah. that's, that's the good age. And I still, I want to be 21. Yeah. I want to be stuck at 21. Okay. Because you can just make so many mistakes and be like, I don't know. I just, 20, I just graduated. Yeah, 21, 22. That's a good age. Uh, 27 for me is when I, like, felt like I hit it. That was a solid, like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. That's when, like, shit stopped getting so rocky and volatile, and I started, like, finding my cruise. Coasting. Yeah. When I turned 26, that was the moment that I realized, like, oh, I'm not old, but I'm, like, at the age where I should be taken somewhat seriously. Okay. Like, you can't just, like, like especially at the comedy store, like, mm-hmm. when you're hanging out there and you see people who are, like, super drunk and messy, mm-hmm. and when they're young, you're like, ha I remember those days. Yeah. But then when they're, like, in their 30s, you're like, oof. Yeah. Like, I feel like 26 is kind of that cutoff where it's, yeah. like, you don't get to be the messy, the messiest person right, right, in the room. Right, right. Uh, you also get, yeah, you, you can't fail forward as much yeah more like when you're like 23 to 25 you get to fuck up and be fine and everyone's like you're you're good but those l's once you're like 26 27 they're they're harder and you're like yeah you're like okay this one hurt like this is i gotta stop doing shit now do you remember do you remember do you remember when i used to drink because I feel like I got, I don't realize it, but I got sober fairly quickly into doing stand-up. Yeah. That um, some people don't quite remember. See, what was interesting is I don't I don't remember you as like a bad drunk yeah. or like a drunkard or anything. I, I just, I, I, I think I'd see you with a beer and that's it. That was it. Like nothing, nothing where I was like, oh, that's concerning. I, I note the comics who I'm like concerned yeah. about. So. Yeah, you cleaned up pretty fast. And nice. I think, that, I think I'm going to relapse. Yeah? Keith said I'm not you're bad. You're good. Yeah. Like, you don't need to go I'm to chilling. those meetings yeah. anymore. You're fine. I'm good. <laughs> it's 20, you're 26 now. You're good. Yeah. But it is interesting because I feel like you are also aren't the person who hangs out until 3 in the morning. And that's, I think. Okay, that's where you turn dark up? mode alley would okay, show up. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I'd leave around like 2, two o'clock yeah. at the latest. And then room. I'm the one who's like lingering and it's like. Okay, so that's what would happen. Yeah. Okay, you're a lingerer. Yeah, I was lingerer. Okay. Um, um, yeah. We started comedy at, I feel like, such a fun time. That was a fun fun era like it it just yeah i would i would it just lasted like it, i don't know it just it was like a long summer vacation where yes. i was like I, I mean i look back and i try to chase that and i remember we would hear this like bill burke quote like okay this these are the times that you want to like remember and i think it was like mike menendez would remind us all the time we're <laughs> yeah. like shut the fuck up but like looking back you're like oh this was fun like just yeah. hanging out waiting for a mic and then going into like echoes on sunset and talking shit and just like being free and figuring it out. That was like fun. And I was thinking on my way over here, how interesting it is to like see kind of where everyone has gone since then, Uh since the beginning, because I feel like to an extent when you're starting out in comedy, there's like a level of naivety, naivety, how do you say that? Naivete? I I don't know. You know how people say the tay instead of tea? Naivete. Naivete. Okay. Like karate. Yeah, it sounds so funky. (laughs) Naivete. Um, It sounds like a a baby name, naivete. It sounds like soap. 
Oh, the naivete yeah. uh, uh, moisturizing with a, with a little like a uh, accent over. Naivete is definitely a bar soap. Okay, it doesn't come in liquid form. Yeah, no. Um, but there's something that like is so just pure and innocent and fun, uh-huh. and then you're like, damn, now we're all like. Like there's, it does feel like summer camp where you're like, who cares? Nothing matters. And now there's kind of this, like, I don't know. It feels like, um, not a wall, but it feels like there's just certain, um, not protection, but you just kind of like figure out how to be more of an individual. Whereas in the beginning, it's such like a community thing because Uh of all the open mics and you see every, the same people every single night. And so then the further down you go, the more individual it mm-hmm. is. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's Who's, wild. Who said it best? It was, uh, I think Chris Rock said comedy's like uh, Bill Murray and Lost in Translation, where you're just, like, alone navigating random cities. And I was like, that's a perfect analogy. It's like, you you feel like you're always missing out, but everyone's doing the same thing. They're all, like, yeah. s- in different cities or doing different things. And then, like... Three weeks will go by, but it's actually a year. And then you're like, oh, shit, I haven't seen Allie in a year. I yeah. haven't seen her in, like, you know. And somehow for- you're always, like, one mile from an Applebee's. Yep. That's I, it. That was the most shocking thing when I started traveling for comedy is I'm like, every comedy club is, like. Right next to Applebee's. Right near TGI Fridays, uh-huh. some sort of Applebee's. There's a Best Buy. There's, there's a, there's like, a TJ Maxx. And then there's a mattress a, firm. Yes. There's got to be one mattress firm at least. Mm -hmm. And, oh, my God, the amount of comedy clubs that are in strip malls. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, we're just a novelty item. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. so weird. And people people have come up to me after shows and been like, I wasn't expecting your show to be here. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you mean above the Blaze Pizza? Mm -hmm. You weren't expecting that? Because I think in people's heads, and I think especially in my head when I first started, I was like, if you're com, if you're a comedian and you're successful, you're a rock star. Yeah. And then you pull up. There's no like writer. There's no like fancy. You know, uh-huh. you're staying at like the best Western. Yeah. That's right around the corner. You're in the strip mall. You have to walk to because it's not far enough to Uber, but you're just yeah. like, let me just walk. It's a five minute walk, yeah. but you have to get across the freeway somehow, <laughs> which makes it a 15 yes. minute walk. Yep. You have to walk around uh-huh. the freeway. All seven lanes. You're like, OK, this is kind of dangerous, yeah. but we're here. You know, yeah. we're, we're on the road. We're actual comics. We're doing it. And did you start doing comedy in L.A. or did I just meet you in L.A.? I met you in L.A. So I OK, my first mic was in Tallahassee, Florida. And oh, yeah, because you went to college in I Florida. Went to college, and uh, Blake Vapes was my host. Whoa. Blake Weber, yeah. yeah. Um, Aristotle. And then I moved to San Diego, and then I did about a year and some change there, and then I moved up. And so that was like 2013. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were, you were like a frat guy. Yeah. Weren't you? Yeah, chapter president. I did, I did it all. You know? Wow. Yeah. Are you happy that you joined a frat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it kind of cleaned me up in the in the in a way that I needed to be. Yeah. yeah. But there's like, there's there's, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but there's a difference between black frats and white frats. But like, I feel like you know, black fraternities kind of like you know straighten you out a little mm. bit, clean you up, and then like you know, it, it gives you a the white fraternities just get accused of sexual. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, and then we get accused of hazing. Um, but oh, interesting. Yeah, you know, we there were some 
the white frats that we'd fuck with, you know, yeah. pikes and, you know, shit like like we'd we'd have relationships with certain ones and we'd we'd go like chill with them. But uh yeah, they I didn't see any date rape, but I did see I did see a lot of public hazing and humiliation from like the white fraternities where we were like, Oh, y'all, y'all go in. Like we yeah. couldn't do that. We, we would to, go to jail. I went to such a boring college where like the frats, like everything at this college was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. There was nothing good about this college. Like there were no good frats. The classes, like I remember my English class mm-hmm. on like one of the first weeks, the English teacher was like, do you guys all know what chronological order is? And I was just like, I can't. <laughs> do you guys know what chronological order is? Say it. In order of how it came? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's like what we learn in yeah. elementary school. I, yeah, I felt like it, it. It, I wouldn't have described it like that. Yeah, that was a good definition. I was like, yeah, in order of which it came. I would have been like, yeah, in order of time. I guess that's, that's a, same. Thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was a good. Yeah. But like, even the frats were so embarrassing. Like, there was nothing cool about any. Wow, that's whatever. Yeah, I, th- I felt like I had a good college experience. I was grateful for mine. Um, I mean, we. Looking back, like, I didn't learn shit because I was an economics major. I didn't learn shit about the economy, but I learned about who I was as a person. And, like, you know, that's where I – looking back, if I would have known I was a comedian, I would have took, like, creative writing classes or script writing classes and shit and just been like, fuck it, I'm going all in. I want to take one of those classes, like one of those UCLA extension classes or something. There's a part of me that's like, yeah, I want to sign up and just like get like a second degree and shit like that. that. And because like if you do it right, they'll pay you, you know, you'll get scholarships and shit like that. So I I feel like that would be the move. Honestly, you you could just get paid to write scripts and then get connections. But I I don't know. I think they look down on... uh, college kids that are script writers and shit like that. So it might not be good. What brought you to Florida? Um, my dad was in the military. So we moved between DC and, and Tampa a lot. And then when I would watch CNN, I'd like, I realized my dad was like the guy who fixed the computer so people could do drone strikes and shit like that. So, no way. Yeah. So it, so like he was in the Pentagon and then, um, he worked in the Pentagon, and then he would go to MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa. So we'd just go back and forth. And um, so, yeah, it was it was that. So he was doing, like, the highest uh, intensity IT. Yeah, he was he was pretty intense. He was, he was like, cybersecurity and shit like that. So he would, like, yeah, once I pieced it together, I was like, oh, MacDill, Pentagon, yeah. Joint Chief Staff. Like, I was like, okay, this guy. Because was he seen. not allowed to, like, talk about it? No, he doesn't talk about <gasps> shit. So he's, he's pretty, like. You still don't know. No, I don't know. But he, he's, he's like, there was a movie with Brad Pitt and he was like a commander or a general or something. He was like, yeah, I worked. I was this guy in the movie. I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, even, even in, um, what was that? Who, Eric Snowden. He yes. pointed out a guy. He was like, yeah, I was that guy. And I was like, ah, okay. So you, you, you or, were in it. Or your dad is like, what if he was just like a janitor? <laughs> but like, you know, he's still secure. And I mean, he, you don't know. Yeah, you I mean, yeah, be like, he could have yeah, been lying. He could have been like, he could have, he could have been either more or less than what he's appearing yeah. to be. And that's his way. That's his like ruse to get out of it. Does he have an Amazon Alexa at his home or no? Yes. He oh, does. he does. Yeah. But okay. He's, then he's, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. He's no, but he know he he'll tell me some shit like. 
he's I, my dad's pretty woke. Like before, for example, before Volkswagen got in trouble, there was like a documentary about how Volkswagen was like cutting miles or some shit. My dad was like, "Nah, don't buy a Volkswagen. They're 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 doing shit with their cars." And I was like, "What does that mean?" What like, were they doing? They're basically um, making making their cars appear like they have more gas mileage or some shit like that. So they were like, we get 40 miles to the gallon, but they were like basically putting glitches in their computer and they're like, he was like, nah, they're, they're not good. They're, they're lying about something. And then, so he'd, he'd tell, he'd put me on game. He's like, okay. Uh, there's certain conversations where he'll like look at his phone and then he'll turn it off or put it under and then he'll, he'll like disclose information but it's not even like that much but he's still very like nah they they're listening because he right now he's in uh he's still working he's a government contractor yeah so he he's like top top security clearance and shit like that so there's certain things that how did he get into that uh it's just a bag it's it's he's like a i guess the equivalent would be like are they on linkedin and he just like messaged some government fool and he was like a a little bit it's it's like a network there and i've I've tried to compare it to like hollywood jobs where i'm like okay you're like um how would i put it he's he's like a he'd come in as like a head writer yeah, and I was yeah. like, and I was explaining to him, I was like, okay, dad, I, you buy out con or your boss buys out contracts and then they put you in place mm-hmm. to make sure the show's running. And I was explaining to him, I was like, I'm basically the person who wants to get contracts from the government, except yeah. our government is Hollywood. And then that will be a TV and show. And there's pedophilia and everywhere. Then, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He believes that too. Does he, he? Yeah. He's a little conspiracy theorist. Damn. But not, not wacky, but. Low key, everything he's been like, it's not like, well, you know, QA, like he's not one of those guys, but yeah. everything he's saying, it's kind of panned out where I'm like, oh, this guy knows. Maybe That's I should wild. listen to him. You know? Yeah. Did you ever think growing up, like, oh, I want to do that? Like, was there ever a part of you that was like, oh, that'd be cool? To do what? Military? To work in the government? No, I opted out. I, I mean, I, I, I wanted to. Uh, because I, before, right before I found comedy, I went to both recruiters and I was like, Okay, take here's my papers. I'm ready to join the military because I was going to give in to my dad. And then um, they just didn't sign me up. They they were just like, okay, yeah, come back tomorrow. We'll get you something. And I was like, all right. And then I came back the next day, and they're like, oh, he's not here. So, like, yeah, just leave your paper. We'll give you a call. And they just never called. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah. So, like, and then my parents were like, we'll get you a, like, they had, like, a rollout plan for me. We'll get you a new car. You could crash at the house until you figure it out. And we'll get you a job. Um, at my company, which is like, you know, whatever government contract company. And I was like, I just don't want that. So I yeah. just, I moved to San Diego and I just never looked back. I think it was worth it. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. You're so funny. I just saw you last night at a uh, best fish taco. That, I was happy to get on that. Show. It was so yeah. good. Thank you. Thank you. You know, when you watch someone and you're like, man, I'm excited to see mm-hmm. like, you know, what, happens Mm -hmm. that was how i felt okay i was very excited thank you thank you we've been on a like i like our our like class that we're in because i'm starting to see like it's me me and you on the comedy store shows a lot Mm -hmm. um and then we'll we'll start like traveling we've had a nice little run lately yeah like yeah, yeah yeah i like those saturday shows too at the comedy store and i feel like okay how close do you think you are to getting passed 
I don't know. I don't know. It's honestly, I thought I was close, like right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then obviously that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I really have no idea. And it's also one of those things where like getting past at the comedy store, if you don't know folks at home, it's like Mm -hmm. a very big big deal. deal. It's a very big deal. But at the same time, there's a lot of people. I've probably said this before, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people who like their only goal is to get past at the comedy Mm -hmm. store. And then it's a big deal, but at the same time, like, no one listening who doesn't do comedy, like, really knows what that means. Right, right, Unless right. they're a huge comedy fan. Okay. Like, if I were to go to my family, you know, like, and tell I them I got past, they're like, what does that mean? Yeah, What's the care. comedy store? Like, you know, but I, it's obviously, like, a goal of mine, mm-hmm. but I'm not stressed about it. Okay, you're not stressed. So do you feel like... You're in control of your career. Do you still feel like it's it's like out of? I feel like I'm fairly in control okay. of it to an extent. So you have a pulse. You have your pulse on on what what could be. Kind of, okay. yeah. I feel like there's like a safety net that I have with comedy, where like, okay. if if I wasn't on the road at all, like I know that I'd be able to get up locally and do like the club shows. Okay, because like we're still getting booked at the comedy store, right, right, right. You know, I'm getting booked at the improv, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's like a base level of like you, calm. Kn- you know, yeah, and I yeah. think that's what happens too after while we're like on this like when everyone splits up it, there's like a level of certainty that you do gain but there's still uh, a high level of like what the fuck's gonna happen but you're just more confident in yourself and you're just like okay i'm going this way it happen when it happens but like yeah there's days where i'm like okay i'm very close and then there's days where i'm like okay nope i'm very far I'm yeah still like well and i think that's the thing is like I think the entire time there's always that feeling of out of controlness mm-hmm. with comedy because it is so up in the air mm-hmm. and the more goals that you have, the harder it is to feel like, Oh, I've got this. Right, right, right. You really have no idea. You have, there's no idea in there. It, Anytime, like, I've gotten something, I've always like wanted it before. Like I should be on to And then when I get it, I'm like, Oh, I'm right where I'm supposed to be as corny. Yeah. I hate how cliche that is, but it is. Like, I love cliches. I love they're right. slogans. They're fucking right. It's, they're so good. <laughs> and they just give you peace, yeah. even if they're not right. Like, yeah. I get why astrology people like astrology, it, because it makes you feel uh-huh. like, oh, well, everything's going to ship, but my horoscope says mm-hmm. it's supposed to. Yeah. So it just gives you, like, a... Solace. It's, it's, it's like, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. you feel seen. This month is going to be tough, but I'll persevere because i'm a leo yeah yes this is what i'm you know built for whatever yeah it gets it it does tell you what or sometimes it helps you with decisions where you're just like okay i have to be willing to stand up for myself this month and you're just like yeah i'm gonna do that and then you know there's a couple times where you'll do it and you're like okay my horoscope was right yeah yeah, yeah. here's a quote that i've been saying a lot lately Mm -hmm. i it keeps popping up i don't know why but it's this like quote that's about um uh, if you're kind of making a decision, like the right answer will come in clarity and preciseness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if it, if it comes in confusion or questioning, it's not the right decision. Something like that. Okay. That's, I keep seeing it everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Okay. So when, when decisions or when cho- you have to make a choice in life, mm-hmm. The right answer should come in clarity. Right. Is there a voice telling you, like, do this? Um, 
There's so many voices in okay. my head. How many Did voices you, do you have? Probably three. Three? Okay. There's one really mean one. Yeah. There's one, like, somewhat supportive one, but okay. it still has, like, an undertone of meanness. Uh-huh. It's like, you should eat healthy, you, you know, Fucking bitch, unhealthy yeah. bitch. Okay. Um, And then there's just, like, a crazy voice. Okay. Did you know that some people don't hear voices? Oh, like, wow. Like, in their head when they're thinking? Wow, okay. Like, there's no, there's no voice. Wow. Did you know that, um... In America, if you're schizophrenic, your your thoughts are more violent compared to other countries. So, like, if you're like, <gasps> oh. if you're a, a, if you're schizophrenic in like South America, you're considered like a vessel of God. Wow. Here, it's like kill people, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, that's something to note. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that is. Uh, probably the news. Yeah. yeah putting little seeds in us. It is so crazy. And shit like that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about, Okay. what did I, oh, I, I have my Amazon Alexa and the reason I've been getting concerned is uh-huh. because I'm on TikTok pretty much all day, every uh-huh. day. And they're just, you know, obviously it's listening to you. Yeah. And obviously I know that, like I'm aware that it's listening because I have a feature on my Alexa that, uh-huh. um, that when my dog barks at home, Alexa mm. will say, hey, doggo, and then play dog calming music on Spotify. Mm. And so obviously I'm aware she's listening. How right. else would she know that the dog is barking? Yeah. But then I was thinking it's so weird because it's not like there's no prompt that says, hey, Alexa, I'm barking. I'm the dog. Right. It's just her listening literally all day, every day. Yeah. It, it's definitely going. Your conversations are, are heard. And you're getting targeted for certain ads and things and which that that part i'm like i don't mind i don't mind being targeted for ads see i don't like being predictable i like being fucking like you don't want your no i don't want my algorithm knowing me i want it to like mix it up a little but maybe that's my algorithm is it like intentionally mix it up but yeah yeah being too predictable where it's like okay you know me too much like i don't want you to know me that well yeah you know i like getting the targeted ads i just heard that that's the scary part is that they're like oh you know if you were to go to jail or like have to go to court or something for whatever reason they could like pull up your Alexa. Alexa and like I don't know that'd be soon enough but I, I'm I also think. like I'm not I don't plan on going to jail right I think it's fucked up for whoever is going to jail uh-huh. to have that used against them yeah but I, I'm so like, well, it's not going to, I'm so, uh, in high school, they told us NIMBY. Do you know what NIMBY is? Mm-mm. Not in my backyard. And I don't know why <laughs> it always stuck out to me. I never paid attention not in, in school. Backyard. But NIMBY was like a phrase. I forget when it was used, uh-huh. but it was like kind of what's happening right now in, in the world. Is right, like right, right. If it's not directly happening to you, if it's mm. not happening in your backyard, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, whatever. Alexa's listening to me. Thank God. I want someone to bitch at. Yeah. I uh, need a lending ear. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, you, do you live by yourself or do you? I live by myself, but, you know, I, like I kind of bring bring the boyfriend. Okay. So it's, it's like, okay. So, like, I started living by myself and I talk to myself a lot. And, and I'm, like, very, I'm the weirdest version of myself now. Out loud you talk to yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just have conversations and, and usually just 
like if I'm, I'll rehash arguments or rehash oh, like conversations that. and I'll win, I'll go back and mm -hmm. just like, be like, okay, I should have said this here. So it's kind of like watching film of yourself, uh, like how Kobe or, or a basketball player would watch. Yeah. I play back arguments and discussions of what I could have said better. And, uh, so I'm just saying that shit out loud and randomly. So like if Alexa would, were to hear me, I don't, I, I don't know how like good of a person they would think i am. imagine if alexa snitched on you if one of your friends came over and alexa was like it's like a parrot keith was saying <laughs> earlier that when you guys had a conversation last week you were being a bitch and then it just plays it back like just yeah the, the oh yeah <laughs> the sound bite <laughs> alexa Me play back my thoughts out loud from tuesday at 3 p.m yeah, that would be, um, I wish, I'm it, jealous of people who talk out loud to themselves. Yeah, that would be, so you're just quiet walking I'm around quiet. your house? Yeah, wow. sometimes, okay. I'm sure, but it might be one of those things where, like, my mom talks to herself, mm -hmm. but she doesn't realize that she's talking to herself until I'm like, what was that? And she's like, what? Like, she doesn't know that she's talking out loud. Okay. Because she doesn't realize that I'm there. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. Just so I around. might be like talking and I just mm -hmm. don't realize it because I'm alone. Right. I mean, you seem more like, and we're both similar in this. It was like, we're just naturally like introverted. So we wouldn't like be more prone to speak, but yeah, but I think by myself, I'm, I talk shit. I, I, I'm out, you know, I'm doing my thing. You know what I haven't done in a long time that feels similar? You know when you're in the shower and you just have all these thoughts, like mm -hmm. productive thoughts, or just like it feels like a therapy session? Mm -hmm. I haven't had one of those. Okay. And I'm like, you know, I know that there's a drought in California, but I think I need to expand my shower Some time. shower thoughts, yeah. Because I think I'm, I'm, I'm rushing it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I like those shower thoughts because it feels like talking out loud. Yeah. That, I mean, that's good. You, you, you get some, like poignant things out you get you get like very good decision i mean you can make some good decisions and that's what i was saying like when when you hear voices in your head directing you is it is it like do this grab that camera and, or watch for that camera to because no. i had i heard that same thing when you were telling uh yes yeah i, I was like fix that camera Before but i just I, kept it quiet and i know then you said it i out saw loud. you looking yeah. and i was looking uh -huh. and we we're both thinking it and i'm are you a crazy person? Yeah. How are you in relationships? Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty calm, but I'm particular. And, yeah, I'm very particular. And and I think I'm pretty. I'm a pretty chill boyfriend. Um, fun, laid back. Okay. But I could have an intensity to me. Yeah. yeah. See, I I appear laid back, which mm -hmm. is why the podcast is called Resting Bitch because mm -hmm. people mistake my chill demeanor for um, meanness. Yeah. But really, it's because I'm just in here uh -huh. spiraling about everything. Yes. I'm yes. thinking about everything. And uh, something else I learned from TikTok is that it's not necessarily a good thing to be empathic because it just means that your um, childhood was chaotic. And so you, you perceive everyone's emotions at all times to make sure everyone's okay. Okay. That, yeah. Do you, can you walk in and feel people's energies? Um, yeah. Okay. I, I could walk in and feel like certain things and I'm like, okay. So like walking in now, everyone's like calm, but like there's certain times where I'll walk in like a green room, like something's off, like this person has to go. Like, yeah. I'm very aware of yeah. people's like, uh -huh. like I was thinking about it on the drive over here. I was thinking about someone I was talking to last night and I was replaying the conversation. I was like, oh, I should hit them up. Like they seemed 
like sad or mm-hmm. like I just I really worry about other people's feelings. Yeah. And we were on. So when I hit you up for coffee, I was like, you want any coffee? You're like, I'm already going myself. And I just like I, I don't know. I felt it. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did you feel? I was like. Atlas is going to want some coffee. Let me go see if she wants one. Oh, and then nice. I hit you up and you're like, I'm actually getting coffee right now. And I was like, same page. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just like a feeling. Um, and I try to get, I try to stay as close to that as possible. I feel like that's instinctive. That's when you're like, that's what athletes want. That's what comics are trying to get to is like this, whatever comes to mind, you say it. And it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It could be bad, but you know, it's, it's. Your way of keeping control, making sure shit doesn't fuck up. Yeah. You know, keeping your thoughts uncluttered. You have such a good voice. Thank you. Thank you. I just keep listening to it and I'm like, (laughs) I want an album. I want like ASMR. I need, yeah, I wanted to do these like nighttime stories where I just read stories and shit. I talk to them about this. Mm -hmm. I want to do... I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I wanted to do like this, um, like a podcast or something mm-hmm. that was just me with comics reading like nighttime stories mm-hmm. and just doing it very quietly. Yeah. And like very chill. Mm-hmm. And you have such a great voice for it. I'd be down. Let's let's do that. Let's Should start. We? Yeah, we're already doing the uh, the be- the moral podcast. Yeah, and then we'll we do have, the bedtime yeah. stories. I'm gonna have like twelve podcasts. Yeah, we'll be That's like gonna be the Brendan Schaub camp. We'll just yeah. <laughs> let's have. Like, and only one of them will be good, yes, and the other eleven yes. will just be passion. Yes, projects. it's just for us. This is our shit. It is crazy yeah. how many comics have like twelve podcasts. I have t- I have t- two, and then I don't count the third one as a podcast, but I probably would have three if it's, they, uh, and it's then so much for, even just this one podcast i'm like this is too much it's a lot it's a lot of fucking work like i was talking to my friend i was like she was like yeah you got to learn analytics and shit i was like i didn't sign up for any of this i didn't sign up to fucking no. figure out analytics and and marketing and design and all of this shit but ugh, here we are i know doing three other podcasts but i'm down let's start let's okay, start the whole enterprise do yeah. we're doing it guys yeah we're so, doing it get ready. should we give it should we do a trial Okay, yeah, what, 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 uh, this will be the I like doing an ASMR portion of my podcast. Okay. So I'm gonna look up, um, classic fairy tale nighttime stories. Watch it's like Harry Styles fan fiction, the Watt Pads. Yeah. Um, I think we'll keep this one maybe PG <laughs> fairy tale. Okay, I'm gonna send you a link. Okay. Um, should we do Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Yeah. Is that canceled? This dwarves? Dwarves is the politically correct term. Maybe. I don't know. I just, yeah, I... I thought it was the kissing. I thought it was... Oh, oh the, the kissing's what can, what's canceled? Okay. You can't kiss sleeping women anymore. No. Damn. Okay. Just yeah. yeah. Squeeze a little titty here and there. <laughs> just, just, ah, I got you. <laughs> she'll never know but you can't you can't do that anymore while you're looking up i'm hot and i'm sweaty and everyone's gonna see that i hate when i get sweaty on podcasts because i could just like i'm, I'm thinking about all the comment all oh my comments, god like look at this sweaty man <laughs> it's so brutal i that will be the death of me i need to stop reading comments because i really every time i do a podcast or i'm on someone's podcast Mm -hmm. or just anything that's recorded i'm just uh hyper aware i'm I'm not in the moment i'm Uh thinking about what i just said and how people will perceive it yeah 
Yeah. Because I was trying to talk. I mean, I don't want to bring it up again because I was already so self-conscious of it the first time. But I was trying to talk about seeing Dave Chappelle do a drop-in at the comedy store. Mm -hmm. And like after the podcast, I thought about it for the whole week because I'm like, I hope that people understand what I was trying to say. And I think he's great and I really admire him. But like, you know, I just I didn't enjoy his set. But like at the comedy store. Yeah. It's the the worst. Yeah. yeah, He'll dick around for fucking three hours. It's not I, I had to stop. And this is my favorite comment. Yes. Uh, I, I just stopped watching him because I'm like, oh, I don't I'm not here for that. Like, yeah. I'm not here. For, to well, because that's you the hard it. thing is like so many people. I mean, you have like I, I this is so played out and it feels so cliche to say, but everything's so extreme now that things are either all positive or all negative. And I'm like, no, I feel both mm, things yeah. like I respect him so much. I think he does so much good. Mm. And like uh, and then I just the whole time I was talking about it, I was just like. Yeah, why people are going to think I'm an idiot. Why would I talk about Dave Chappelle? I'm just, you know, I've only been doing it seven years, right, blah, blah, right, blah. Right. But I'm like, I'm allowed to have an opinion yeah. about something. Yeah, and I can still a... think very highly of him mm-hmm. and just think that when particularly he drops in at the comedy store, it's it, not the most incredible thing. It's not. And it doesn't have to be. I'm yeah. not saying he has to only do good. Right, right, right. But it's just like there's so much hype to seeing him there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Uh, he's just working shit out. Right. When he first incredible. came around, it was like cool Exciting. to see, and then you're like, "Oh wait, he does. He's just gonna t- like sit there." Mm-hmm. There's long pauses of like ten minutes where he's just in silence, and I'm yeah. like, three people could have gone up, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit in the corner, and then have comics up, and then when you think of something, chime in, and then it could just be a long riff yeah. session with comics, and then you could like build your shit that way you know it would be fun to see because he was there and then um david tell and jeff ross dropped in in Mm -hmm. the main room and that was so fun to watch and i think it would be really fun to watch him with another comic yeah like another comic doing material and then him like almost tagging it or like Mm -hmm. adding his stuff to it he i think he's too petty to do that because i I remember seeing him with tiffany haddish and he Mm -hmm. was like kind of drunk this was when he was working out sticks and stones and this is where, like, people don't realize, like, he, where it was to, like, where he's talking about the shit versus where it got to is, it, like, he really cleaned it up. It was, like, yeah. it was a very, like, you know, he would have gotten some shit if it was just raw like that. But uh, he was sitting there, and he was, like, kind of faded, and Tiffany had, uh, Haddish was just, like, she was on. Like, anything Dave was doing, she was just out doing. And so you literally saw Dave, like, get flustered calm down sober up just so he could like turn on Chappelle to like nah I'm still the the guy it was so funny I went to his like comedians ball party thing Mm -hmm. and he was like it was so funny but I'm like oh this is coming from a very real place because he threw this party like four comics but like no comics were able to get in it was like very difficult to Uh get in and he was on stage the whole time and he was just like you know comedy is the hardest job in the world something like that and he was like i hope all of you comedians in here um become super successful and famous but just not as famous as me and i was like oh that's coming from such yeah, a real he's place a, he's a petty petty guy yeah um I, I, i'm sure jack wouldn't mind sharing this but like when jack opened up for him he um he'll be like all right cut this 10 or you can't talk mm. about this this and this and then he'll leave him on stage for an extra 10 minutes 
So oh, without that leg, he'll take away your leg and then say, okay, now run. And it, it it's a good test, but I think it's a little bit of pettiness. It, it doesn't, I don't think it comes from the purest place, but it's, it's a interesting test for sure. Yeah. Like he, he's, I think he's kind of an asshole, um, which I like. You know, yeah, is, I like I like being especially you know. in L.A. There's a lot of like that's what's fun about going to New York is there's kind of that energy in mm-hmm. New York where it's like I'm not doing this to be mean. It's more of like uh, people just say it more of like how it is where mm-hmm. in L.A. people will kind of like beat around the bush, yeah. be a little bit soft. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of refreshing to have someone just like call you out yeah, because it does make you better. Mm-hmm. And there's times where I wish that I could like call people out in some ways or like someone I was talking to someone about an Instagram post I had, which was like it was such a bad caption on an Instagram post. And they were like, oh, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, what's Allie doing? And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Right. right why wouldn't right. you say? something Mm -hmm. you're telling me now after the fact that i came to that conclusion on my own yeah like give me a heads up right right hey what's good i mean i i try to do that but it it rubs people the wrong way and i think i think my resting bitch is uh it's a combination of my voice and disposition where it comes off as authoritative and then people like they think they're like ah and they they whatever whatever lack of dad fucking shit they have in them it just comes out and they start trying to fight me and i'm like yo i'm not telling you this to like control you i'm telling you this because i'm like yeah your your post was weird i just wanted to check yeah so i I run into that a lot so i mean i like it but it it gets me in some shit sometimes yeah okay should we read some of this yeah let's let's do it okay um, we found out I couldn't read. <laughs> like this, uh, this great voice. I'm like, uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like actually, Ali, this you is can stupid. Just do it. This yeah. is stupid, man. I look like f- fuck, fuck Snow White. <laughs> um, um, once upon a time, in the middle of winter, middle when of the winter. flakes of snow were falling like feathers from the clouds, from the clouds. a queen sat at her palace window. Which had an ebony black frame stitching her husband's shirts. While she was thus engaged and looking out at the snow, she pricked her finger, and three drops of blood fell upon the snow. Now the red looked so well upon the white that she thought to herself, Oh, that I had it. What? Oh, that I had a child as white as this snow, as red as this blood, and as black as the wood of this frame. Yes. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's very sexual already. Maybe it's just the way I'm reading it. Soon afterwards, a little daughter came to her who was white as snow and with cheeks as red as blood and with hair as black as ebony. And from this, she was named Snow White. And at the same time, her mother died. Oh, we got a knock at the door. Is Uh it Snow White? No, it's the tow truck. Oh, we got a package. (laughs) It's like (laughs) that was a weird ending to at the same time her mother died yeah okay it's a real Debbie Downer yeah that was a come on man Oh, you felt you heard it like the little the little (laughs) ASMR yeah yeah I was adding I was adding a little bit to it um do you want me to take this second okay about a year afterwards the king married another wife who was very beautiful but so proud and haughty haughty that's a good word that she could not bear anyone to be better looking than herself she, she owned a wonderful mirror, and when she stepped before it and said, Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of us all? It replied, The queen is the fairest of the day. Then she was pleased, for she knew that the mirror sm- spoke truly. 
Little Snow White, however, grew up and became prettier and prettier. And when she was seven years old, she's only seven and she's fine. <laughs> she was seven years old. Pedophilia is real. <laughs> right. This shit. Yo, yeah. These stories are a little weird. Uh, so it may have been canceled. Um, when she was seven years old, she was as fair as the noonday and more beautiful than the queen herself. When the queen now asked her, her mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of us all? It replied, the queen was fairest yesterday. Snow White is the fairest now, they say. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, she's Snow White was seven and she was finer than the queen. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. It's uh, also, did you have like a, did you watch Disney movies growing up? I remember watching Bambi and Peter Pan. Those those were my shits. Uh, oh, and um, who was the prince who was a little spoiled? Uh, I think it was Robin Hood, yeah. I don't remember Robin Hood at all. Okay. Was he part of Peter Pan? Was Robin Hood involved somehow no, no, no. in Peter Pan? Uh, oh, Robin Hood would steal from the rich. Yeah, I remember he was like kissing the uh, prince's hand he stole his rubies from his finger that, uh, that was always funny to he me he was like the original pickup artist yeah just had gold or little rubies in his probably teeth. wore did he wear a fedora robin hood is giving me fedora vibes yeah, yeah. with a little feather in the cap yeah. i have a cousin who wears a feather in his hat and uh i was at a show last night and mm-hmm. this guy was like oh i think your cousin came to one of our shows i wasn't on it it mm-hmm. was just like at somewhere in venice mm-hmm. and i was trying to figure out what cousin it was i have quite a few cousins mm-hmm. and then he was like he wore a hat with a feather in it and i was like i know the one uh, like you know when you just have a cousin mm-hmm. where like there's just it. one word and you're like that's the one yeah um I had, so I was at ACC last weekend and this dude comes up to us and he's like, yo, like you guys were funny. My cousin does comedy. Do you know Bruce Gray? And I was like, yeah. No way. And he was like this, he had like, he was like 45, 50. He had this like 22 year old girlfriend who was like super hot. And he had like a Bakersfield face, like just a very Bakersfield face, but dressed like money. He had like Louis Vuitton shoes on. She had on red bottoms and she was trying to fuck the headliner <gasps> and he was with it. He was like, you know, he's like, yeah, I think. Oh my and God. So they were like trying to get us to go party with him. But, and on the way out, he was like handing um, money to all the door guys. Like he was like hundred dollar bills, like just, and then he was like, get in, come on, let's take an Uber. And I was like, no, I'm not going to get an Uber with y'all. And so we ended up hopping around for a little bit, but, um, then the girlfriend would get girls for us. So she'd go talk to girls and be like, you need to come talk to these guys. These They're like famous. And it, it was like, it was hella uncomfortable. And I was yeah. like, the only reason why I'm here is because Bruce Gray is a good guy. Did you tell Bruce? Yeah, yeah. I sent him a picture. And, and was Bruce like, oh, that's my weird cousin? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, Everyone yeah. Everyone has that weird cousin. Weird, very weird cousin that you just run into. And, and yeah. You, you. Do you have a weird cousin? I think I might be. You might be you the might weird be the weird cousin? cousin? Yeah. Okay. yeah, I could see that. You have... Yeah, I, I was just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, Lee. I think I might be the weird cut. Yeah, really. Yeah, I have like two weird cousins. It, do you remember in Hey Arnold when they had a uh, Arnie, the weird cousin, and he would like blink weird? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, and he looked like Hey Arnold. Did you ever try and do this thing? We'll wrap it up soon. But <laughs> did you ever do this thing? I was talking about it on Brandon Wardell's podcast, and they uh-huh. made me feel like a complete loser when I was little. And I would, like, go to Target with my mom and sisters. Sometimes I would, like, walk with a limp or something just so to see if people would look at me differently. 
<laughs> no, you never, never did that? Never. Maybe I'm the weird cousin. I would like, or I'd like just kind of like keep one eye just shut just to see if anyone would call me out. I was like, I was like trying to have, what's it called? I was like disability, uh, like what's the word when you're like trying to be some, uh, yeah, I was like appropriating disabled culture. Wow. Yeah. I'd like walk around with a limp and like kind of drag my leg. And your parents didn't stop you? No. I was the youngest of three. They're like, whatever. <laughs> Just let She'll her. figure it out. Wow. Okay. There's something. Oh, you're an only child. God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. I'm, I'm, it's me. That's why I'm probably weird. And no, I'm but I feel like cousin. that worked out for you. Yeah. Because I feel like being an only child, it can either go poorly Mm-hmm. Or you really learn how to be good with, like, you 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 form really good friendships. So what fucked me up is being in the military, uh, military kid, I would move every four years. So mm. we, after college, we had to have a, because all of us were military kids, have a conscious effort to maintain our relationships. Because we all were like, okay, it's four years, we're done, kind of time to dip. And yeah. I had like already had gone to comedy to start my new life. And we are like, no, we have to like pour in to, to stay friends and to mm-hmm. stay, you know, healthy. And so that was a thing. The thing that fucks me up too is I'm used to getting my way. And in comedy, I don't. Yeah. Um, and I watch, uh, like I'm used to being the industry darling of my family. Like, yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm the, the person. And now I'm not that. And it, it, it like, there's something in my soul. I'm like, I don't like the, the industry darlings, even though I know I want to be it. And I'm used to being that as yeah. an only child. So like, yeah. So those are the things I had to work on. Yeah. Cause I had a, I had a stepsister growing up mm-hmm. and she was an only child. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she had such good relationships with her friends because she didn't have sisters or siblings. Okay. Because, like, I always had my sisters around, so they're, Mm -hmm. like, my go-to people. But I never had, like, close, Yeah, you know what I was thinking? Yeah. Who who would be your, like, like, comedy homies? You're kind of like a solo dolo. Yeah. Wow. I don't like that, though. It's okay. not healthy. Because, I mean, I have a lot of, like, I yeah, could hit yeah, yeah. you up. I could hit so many people right. up. And that's just how I've always been. It's okay. like I kind of have one foot in, one foot out in right, terms right, of right. friendship. Okay. Because I'm also crazy in the sense that, like, someone, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm you don't want to show us in therapy. So I'm realizing, like, it's just a defense mechanism because I'll, if I get too close, I'll find something that I don't like about someone just to, like, protect myself. Ooh. Okay. Like I'm not very um, uh, forgiving or like uh, not forgiving. It's just like I'm not very like I need someone to be perfect gotcha. for me to feel safe. Gotcha. And no one's perfect. Right, right, so right. I just kind of. That makes sense. So it's to myself. So you're looking out for what other people are doing wrong versus you not just being, being a, accepting of the good qualities. Well, I'm, I'm like that, too. It, uh, I, I get that 100 percent. Uh, it reminds me of that Kanye song. Um, so, so I forget the lyric, but it's, oh, I it's feel like you could do a good away. cootie impression. That's funny. Uh, no, I've seen. <laughs> I, there was someone who did it on on uh, on Instagram. I was like, that was actually a good. Oh like, wait, uh, who was it? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. They he were sitting on the. Ca- I think it was Cole Garrett. There we go. It was Cole Garrett. Uh, yes. He was sitting on the so couch. So funny. Like, and there, and then Kanye told me something. something, yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Um. <sighs> but yeah, I'm a f- like. 
I'm afraid of revealing too much. And I think during that time where we first started, I, I intentionally was like, I'm going to let everything out. Yeah. And I feel like, I guess my self-conscious thing is that I left, I revealed too much. Oh, interesting. And then, so like, I had to like reel it back in and then move a little more intentionally. And maybe that's what, why I'm not where I want to be because everyone saw everything. But then I, I don't think back, so. Everyone's like, no, you're fine. Yeah. You're like, no one cared. And yeah. I, we're I think, overthinkers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm both. I, I'll be like, I don't like that, but also like, I'm afraid to show my weird side to people. Totally. Yeah. yeah. We'll work on it. We will. Go we'll to, work on, we'll, we'll start get a really... podcast about revealing our true, <laughs> yes. <laughs> truest person. And everyone has to tell us their deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. So then we feel good and about it. And we ourselves. just open it up and then yeah. like judge them and be like, ugh. Do you like that? That's my favorite thing is like, like when I'm, I was just in Philly with, mm-hmm. uh, Robbie Hoffman and Mary Beth Brown. Mm-hmm. And that's like, the, I don't know if guys do this, but it, when girls hang out, we all like reveal something really embarrassing. So we all just, it feels like a level playing field oh, and everyone wow. like gets something off their chest. Okay. Do you guys do that? No, I don't, I don't think so. No. Because it, it's such a nice feeling. Cause like, you know, I'll, I'll be with people who I feel like I know well, but not that well. And then they'll reveal something that is embarrassing. And then you're like, oh, I feel like it's now an even playing field. And we've all just no, said something. I don't think that happens with guys. But, like, if we were to take a road trip, that's where we'll, like, bond. Like, mm. we're like, okay, I fuck with this person now. Like, we're good. And there's been a lot of people where I, like, I had that thing that, you know, you're like, I don't really fuck with this person. And then I ride with them and I'm like. Oh, we're actually good friends. Yes. And, and usually when I have a disdain for somebody, it's because I'm going to like them. And yeah. for whatever reason, I just like. It's know. because you see something in yourself in them, but it's something that you don't necessarily like about yourself. That At least it, for me. Yeah. That or maybe it's my only child way and I didn't I don't know how to properly make friends because mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger my mom had to make me friends like do you want to go play with my son and then people would come over so like I'm used to being like, mm, like you're like I'm, the king people yeah. are like I'll play with you do <laughs> yeah. you like playing with me yeah and then I'd go play with them but it was just because I was like a weirdo introverted kid that yeah. was shy and then I'd be like okay like I'm good now so maybe it's that I don't know but we're going to get really rich and really famous, and then we'll Not get really good therapy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we'll be perfect. Um, Keith, do you want to promote anything? Um, nah, I'm chilling. Keith Johnson HQ on Instagram. That's where all my shit comes out on. So Follow him. Yeah. You won't regret it. Yeah. Um, love you. Thanks love you for too. Doing Thanks this. for having me. Bye. Bye. Oh, my friends, it's the